The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. It is never too late to throw a flag for roughing the passer. Welcome to a dangerous edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. I was going to say juggernaut, but I'm not. I'm just going to say 5-0, and keep it rolling. Will the Eagles ever lose again? Does not feel like it. With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, does your wife have a hall pass for Travis Kelsey? Uh, I My wife does not, but I do. I will Ooh. do anything that man requires of me and uh, and more, you know, I'll put my back Ooh. into it. <laughs> hey, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson with us, as always. Jamel, how's it feel to live in hell? I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be and podcasting trying to take my life away. You know the rest. Sing along. Okay. Hey, joining the show today. We have a very funny comedian who was once a Giants fan. He's now a Rams fan. We'll talk about it. You have seen his work on Fox's NFL Sunday Countdown. Say what's up to Norm Souza. What's up, Norm? Hey, Dan. What's going on? Nice to meet you, Danny, and nice to meet you, Jamel. I've never met a Commanders fan before. Um, you won't. And, and I've never. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. I actually, actually. stopped at football uh, team. I'm actually a football team fan still. Have not actually claimed the Commanders on my taxes. Wait a minute. How, so uh, this is a great opportunity because I've never met a Washington football team slash commander slash we won't mm-hmm. be our word or whatever. Um, but um, what, what do you th- I liked football team. I thought they should have stayed with football. I team. loved football team. Everybody who I love football team, but I also moved to L.A. Everybody who uh. is still in the area hated football team. They thought it was dumb. They thought it was um, rushed. And commanders is better for some reason. I think uh, I think they're saying I think the 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 logic is being a police officer is better than nothing. No, you're right. <laughs> being a team. I remember when I remember when the name dropped and there was like this like aerial footage, like paparazzi surveillance of the the headquarters, and it said commanders, and we all thought like, oh, somebody just like. You know, photoshopped that on there. That can't really be the name. That's and then when they dropped the jerseys, it looked like NFL 2K created team jerseys. It was a mess. So Norm, let's talk about how you got started at Fox NFL Sunday and kind of the work that goes into the week. Like, is your just NFL season as crazy as it looks? Like, what does your schedule look like? Yeah, I mean, um, well, this year actually uh, is a big year because Fox has Super Bowl. And we have the NFC Championship game. We have, for some reason, like with the network rotation changing next year, like somehow we ended up with the most playoff games 
um, that any network has had in like 40 years or something crazy. It's like, I, I don't know exactly. I think it's because ABC gets a playoff game. Anyway, um, so this year's a big year. But um, the past two years, I was producing Cousin Sal on Thursday Night Football. So I did a piece on Sunday and Thursday, and it was uh, mental. Like, it, it, it's like totally every week pulling your hair out. Like, they, they treat, you know um, – I just, they, I mean, I were, we treat the show basically like a news broadcast. So we don't really start writing anything until a couple of like, you know, till Monday or Tuesday. And, and then it's just a rush to shoot something. Um, if you're doing a feature piece, getting now the opportunity to do like, I do a minute, I'm 45 seconds a minute. Sometimes on a holiday, I'll do the longer comedy piece, but it's myself and another guy. Uh, and he does the two minute which used to be Wriggle Spot, and I'll do the short guy uh, earlier in the show. And then if we're really busy, sometimes we'll switch. But, yeah, going from uh, two – well, for five to two to now a piece a week has been, like, really great for me, actually. So I'm not ripping my hair on all the time. And I know you said that the turnaround – you don't start writing until kind of the news of the week starts to, to unfold. But then how many yeses do you have to get from the NFL before – how many approvals? How many channels is that? Because the NFL is notoriously difficult or sensitive anyway. Well, <laughs> you know, I give I give Fox and uh, the, there's a, a, our executive producer, Bill Richards. Uh, I give them a lot of credit because uh, not much. Like nobody really he, – he's under – he used to – I mean, he's probably going to hate it. But anyway, he used to produce the comedy pieces back like – back in the days and now he's the executive producer so he really gives a, a huge onus on like he doesn't really want anyone to meddle if we have something in it that we think the lawyers should look at we send it to the lawyers but but other than that you know there's always some teams that might be sensitive one year or another mm. you know what i mean especially if they're like terrible or they're one of the big fox teams i mean we we poke fun at the Dallas Cowboys, but for the most part, the Dallas Cowboys pay the bills. <laughs> so, um, but for the most part, um, we kind of can do whatever we want, but we try to stay positive. Unlike this podcast, we try to stay positive. Well, we don't want to ruin yeah. your rep. I do have. That's a good point. Yeah, we don't want to. I have one question. Ahead, Does Frank Caliendo owe you money? He just seems like the type of guy who asks everybody for a dollar. <laughs> You know, I um, Frank. I, I saw an Instagram video of Frank Caliendo, and he was absolutely still nailing these impressions. Yeah. I'm like, Frank, what's going on here? You're absolutely eat, crushing man. it. Got to um, eat, man. Them tour dates, they, yeah. they, they ain't no rest for the weary, man. I don't know what the story is there. I know there is some. Like, I did cousin Sal for uh, three years, and there's a lot of funny stories because Jimmy was the first guy to do that job. I was going to say, it's crazy that they're still kind of in the family. He was the first guy that I remember doing it. Yeah, he was the first guy. And like, you know, there's some pretty, there's some pretty funny stories of what uh, Jimmy, I mean, he got away with. They got away with a lot more back then than, than we get to now. I don't want to be like this. We're being canceled cultured or whatever. It's like, it's just different, you know, because Jimmy went pretty hard. Riggle, I mean... Riggle was on for a lot of years. I think Riggle was what, like seven years? Eight he had years some great moments, great sketches. Yeah, he had some great, great sketches. So, 
what do you have one that stands out that you were just kind of like the most proud of, or is that just everyone Cletus. is its own thing and you can't, you don't the answer choose. is Cletus. Uh, I mean, Cletus is, but that's his own character. That's like Cletus. The robot. Like computers came out. They were like, let's make Cletus. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's always, I did a piece with Gordon Ramsay. My, my first year I did a piece with Gordon Ramsay that he was really, I, I never worked with really a celebrity that big. And he has like, you know, he has like a convoy of cars or whatever. And he comes and rolls in. I was in a football field in Van Nuys. It was like a hundred degrees. And he just walked up and he goes, are you the writer? I go, yeah. He goes, great. Uh, who's playing Kevin? I go, this kid over here. He goes, awesome. He took his shirt off, took a, 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 like a coach's like button up and a headset. And he said, let's roll. And then he did it like, you know, he did, he does, he did like 10 takes. And I said, okay, thanks. We got it. And he just got into his like row of SUVs and like was off. He, he was, and then I shot a second piece with him and uh, he was like super funny and, and, uh, really really nice and remembered the the sketch and everything like that i, I don't I, i'll never pick a favorite I, I, my favorite is hopefully the next one i'll say that <laughs> strong for sure let's end this love fest right now let's talk about what we hated about oh, yeah. watching football this week uh look obviously we love the league we love covering the league but we we don't shy away from the shitty aspects of it you know people try to sw- the league tries to sweep things under the rug but danny I have a feeling you're gonna you're gonna go hard in the paint right now. What'd you hate about watching football this week? Um, there are many times in the show that I'm gonna go hard in the paint. I don't know if this even is that hard, but I hated that Geno Smith is making me consider getting back into stand up. <laughs> there comes a time in comedy where you get older and you get more realistic and you realize that you have to kill your biggest dreams in order for you, you to actually survive in the world. Uh, so I just made an album, you know, it's called genius. It's on Spotify, Apple music. Go ahead. It's and on my Tinder it. still. That'd if my Tinder page is still up somewhere, it is on my Tinder, you know, buy it for Christmas people. Uh, but that was supposed to be the end. You know, I was supposed to just call it a career lately though. Some of my friends have started shows and they're trying to ask me if I want to get back into it. And I've been reluctant, you know, am I funny anymore? Am I relevant? Can I even remember jokes? Then I see Geno Smith wiping almost a decade's worth of bench dust off his ass to play QB for what seemed like the trashest team in the league and putting up top five numbers. Not too long ago, we were laughing at him for getting his jaw knocked out over 600 bucks. Now he's PFF's number one rated quarterback, which means nothing, but still, everybody wants him in fantasy. The Broncos would burn a statue of Jesus on the 50-yard line to have him instead of Russ at this point. It's inspiring, and it's annoying, because obviously it means that anything is possible in life if you just work hard and you stick to it, and I don't really want to have to do that. I see your confliction. Danny, get back out there, man. Put the Gen- Jamel has a Geno Smith jersey you, you can wear your first time back out. That's always a great look it on makes- a comedian. Throwing on a jersey and going on stage. I think we only know one guy who does stand up in an Eagles jersey, and his name is Sean That's Green. True. It's true. I don't think he could take it off. It might be just melted to his skin. <laughs> I find uh, the Gina Smith thing to be like um, not only inspiring, but uh, also just like um, pretty like one of those early season storylines that is going to go away. 
<laughs> it's like he's going to go back to normal and it's just this is a great little moment in time let's cherish it because <laughs> if much like your potential return to stand up it could go terribly wrong <laughs> well yeah, there sure. is still time that's what i think yeah. can happen but it's it only keeps going six. right it keeps going right for gino at least <laughs> yeah i just think like this this kind of thing happens every year with some team and some quarterback it's like, you know, there was a, a couple inklings that it was like the Lions having the number one offense or the, the stat like two weeks ago. It was like the Lions. Simpler time. Offense. That's going to oh, yeah. It's going to go away. It's, you know, we're going to start talking about something else. Like, I believe in it. I believe he's <laughs> he's efficient out there. He's got receivers. Yeah, he needs this. He's yeah, got he needs receivers. It. <laughs> he can make it. He can make it work just because a new generation has come in and taken over doesn't mean. There's no room anymore for Gino's point of view. <laughs> I love this. My goodness. Norm, Norm, what did you hate about watching football this past week? Well, listen, um, I don't gamble. So I don't, I don't have a lot of vested interest in a lot of the games, but I watch almost, I, I watch a lot of the games. I watch every game that's broadcast. Rob. I watch every Rams game, but I definitely will watch every game. Uh, and like flick through channels and all that stuff. But, um, and I'll stick through a game, but Thursday night football was a job mm-hmm. <laughs> on Thursday. It, it was, a, it was a struggle and, and um, this, <laughs> you know, and it, I don't feel it's bad because, you know, Matt Ryan, I think he threw a pick six or something. And I turned to my Alana, my, my wife, Alana on the couch. I turned to her and I said, Matt Ryan's career is over, <laughs> you know, like, but they won the game. I mean, I don't know, right. you know, and I guess it was just everyone thought the schedule makers, when Russell went to Denver, they were just like, this is going to be great. Let's just stack Russ all the time in prime time. And um, it's just not working out. And it's, it's like a drag. And the, when it went into overtime, as someone who's like a little behind the curtain and can see how like a broadcast plays out, to to have cameras shooting people leaving the building <laughs> is insane. <laughs> like, I think there was a breaking point too where Al Michaels was in the booth going like, "This is terrible." <laughs> like, not even sugarcoating it, not even making it funny, just flat out saying it was bad. And I'm like. Oh man, and I guess it did keep me watching the game because I was just interested in hearing people go like, "What are we watching? Why are we watching this?" You know, because um, you don't get that very often. But that that would be my first of all. I don't like Thursday. Um, I, I like having football on Thursday as a fan, but like if only if you're putting good games on. You know, it, there should only be good. I get the like Peyton Manning will be there and he played for both teams and stuff like that. Like the storyline is fine. The opening packages and everything was cool, but the game was a drag. And if I guess you're just, uh, there's a certain week where like networks are allowed to flex and they can like flex out their game with the, but but I don't know when that kicks in. Maybe it's like week 10 or something, but. but that only comes on Sunday. I think you can't even flex to Thursday. Thursday's set in stone. Oh, Nothing we can do. Yeah. uh, My neighbor, uh, shout out Andrew Schuster, is a uh, Denver Broncos fan. Mm. And just watching him wear down the past five weeks has been an incredible experience because he's my source for for Broncos stuff. 
and yeah. he he's at rock bottom and it, he's having a really difficult time. And I am not shy to tell him like, Hey, you're a laughing stock. Even the people who don't care about the Broncos, my group threat is just ma- mocking your team relentlessly. Uh, we think you guys are the worst. And he's like, I know. I don't could, know what I'm supposed to do. It could be a reverse Seattle Geno Smith thing, though. It, he did have, he has like Ooh. a peck thing, right? They, his throwing arm peck is hurt. So I guess like I could see Denver getting better as the season goes on if Russell's peck is fine or whatever. Nah, he sucks. But, He's going to be done for the year. <laughs> He's done for the next three years. <laughs> He's going to have to be in the league because they pay him so much. I wonder how Kanye West feels about Russell Wilson's super Christian ass being on TV all the time. I'm not going to get too deep on it, but I just wonder I just wonder if he's tuned in. No, I think he is. Uh, Jamel, what'd you hate uh, about watching You know what? I'm glad week? you asked. You know what I hated about uh, football this week? Um, this is exclusively to my people on Pacific Time. The Challenge on NBC. Uh, this is the post-game show. Mm. For the West Coast only, after Sunday Night Football, and it has been on TV as long as I've been in L.A., and it is one of the worst TV shows I've ever watched. I'm really glad I get to say this in front of um, somebody in the Fox camp, because you guys don't got shit to worry about. The challenge is ass. Fred Rogan and Petros Papadakis, I ain't never seen nobody with least chemistry than them, man. The worst chemistry in the biz, man. They hate each other. Petros is just cutting Fred off all the time. And Fred, God bless Fred. He's just trying to say the fucking shit on the prompter. And Petros just keeps talking. And then when Fred finally gets done with saying some shit that makes sense, here comes Petros talking about how he played at USC, reminding you why we even got to look at his stupid ass. Oh, the guy with the Aquabats t-shirt played at USC? Huh, that's crazy. Oh, the guy with Vans who won't shut his dumb face up? Played at USC, huh? Good for him, man. I guess that does make him qualified to be on my TV for 12 years. The only reason I want this show to continue is for them two to fist fight. Other than that, this thing needs to go away, man. So bad. Uh, Jamel, I think this is a great insight. We've all accidentally watched the challenge. You've left your TV the on challenge, after dog, they didn't even, they, they, they're, they're not even on IMDb. I tried to Google. I was going to say this last week, but they didn't even have shit on Google. They just put up a Google entry the other day. Every broadcast, they start by saying, hey, guys, our website works now. We swear. Just once- They play one high school clip a, a yeah. week. That's nice. <clears throat> I feel like the last, the last two minutes of that show when they have like, they've already talked about everything. And, like, it seems like they're two minutes light and they're just- they're like complaining about their shoes Yo. or something. Like it's it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those things that like John Oliver takes and puts in the middle of his show. You know, it's right where it belongs. Yeah, there is. It's. I I love seeing when people who are broadcasting on television together are friends. That's what I'd like to see. So few and far between. We split up Al and Chris. Mm. Yeah. I hate that. Um, I do too. They had so many good years left. Hey, Chris need to go to bed, but that's for I another love- podcast. That's true. I love I like, Bur- I, I like Burkhardt, though. Olsen's fun. Yeah, we got to get a new 
team up there in the upper echelon this year. Yeah, it's, just be it's, Romo still, it's Nance. still Buck and Aikman, number one. It's still Buck and Aikman, for Buck sure. Buck and Aikman, that, number one? Yeah. Maybe this yes. Well, no. It's I Romo mean, of, of the remaining, it's oh, Allen sure. it's, and Collinsworth is the number one team. It's not even close. But Kevin Harlan's got to get back on the mic somewhere. He's got to be on... He's gonna be in the bigger games. That I like Tariko. I don't think I don't think Tariko's bad either. I think he's good. Tariko's all right, man. Tariko's Herb Street is Herb Street is the wackest. <laughs> it's just funny that Herb Street they put him on Thursday night football. He has to watch the worst games and he's like, This is NFL. Yeah, yeah. Like this is why I left college football. I'll just go back to He's... the Army Navy game that I was calling, where there's hey the president he does, attends that he game. He seems Danny, happier sometimes. on Saturdays now. <laughs> he does. He's probably he's probably asleep like the rest of it. I don't even fault him for falling asleep. Joe Biden taking down. Um, quickly, what I hated this week is just the continued success of the Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, I need to turn up my hatred and my just anger towards these teams. Let's start with the Cowboys playoff history. Uh, The Jags have a better playoff resume this century than the the Cowboys. If you want to talk about the Cowboys titles, you have to like use an old spooky voice. You had to be like, the year was 1996. (laughs) Things were different back then when the Cowboys were good. America's team. Are we sure? What does that even mean in 2022? Is that even a good thing? Why do they get to keep it? It should either be somebody else or we should just say that that's a shitty nickname. And then the the New York football giants, Danny, your fucking Daniel Jones love. Danny Dimebags. You must be high if you think this team's going to be good all season, okay? It's over. Their center's bleeding out of his asshole. Daniel Jones' hand is falling off. These teams are winning in spite of their quarterbacks. I'm sick of it. Oh, uh, da- Brian Dable, coach of the year. How about Nick Sirianni, the guy who hasn't lost yet? These teams get too much coverage. I know they're they're okay right now, but I'm saying I'm building an argument because the, these fan bases are getting more confident, and they're very annoying. You know what? I have to be I ready know for that. The, I know that the Cowboys and the Giants get more coverage than the Eagles on the TV, but the Eagles get more coverage in my real life. And that's got nothing to do with you, Dan. That's everything around me. I'm just surrounded by eagle, eagleness. People who are like, I don't even watch football, but I love the Eagles. Look, I'll 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 feed you a little something here. I do believe that Nick Sirianni should and will be coach of the year. Uh thank you, Dan. He will pilot a team to twelve or thirteen wins and lose in the divisional round. As usual, because the pressure's uh-huh. too great. That's what happens to the coach <laughs> of the year. Uh, <clears throat> I like the NFC East. Um, <clears throat> even if they're bad, I, I like them. Uh, Same, because they're they're the they're the American League East of football. I mean, just they have the most. I'd say like there's an argument to be made that if you went up to like a 20 year old and you know you just ask them who America's team was and they don't you know whatever they might say the New England Patriots you know so I don't know I, I feel like just you know our generation still knows the Dallas Cowboys as America's team and they're labeled that but I think if you just like ask some kid they would just be like the New England Patriots because Tom Brady was there and he won a six Super Bowls with them, you know? Um, 
And yeah, I mean, yeah. as someone who grew up mm. next to New York and used to root for the New York Giants, I don't even know why they're so popular. It's just because New York is huge because like for the longest time, they never really had a star QB and uh, their team was like defense and slow and grinding play. But I'm, you know what, Norm, I'm proud of you for jumping ship and I want you. more Giants fans to leave the fan base. Well, free yourself. It's I'm not from New York, right? I'm from Canada and, and we had the Buffalo bills. We, we root for the bills, but, as a kid growing up, they lost four Super Bowls. What happened? In a row. Why, what what, what <laughs> about the Calgary Stampede or the fucking Argonauts? Oh, wait till we get to the legalized <laughs> segment. Hey, that we're okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. Because I have a ton of CFL knowledge. I'm going to be dropping Let's go. on you guys. All right. Hey, that's a, that's a good time. Let's transition. Uh, Danny, I'm going to let you do this. Joe Biden is decriminalizing weed offenses. AK, is he just, is weed legal just across the board? Is that what we're saying? Sort of. Huh? Let's party. <laughs> sort of. We kind of, they're going to, they're going to take a look at what uh, schedule drug it is. <laughs> so, you know, great. Uh, yeah, it, but it's legal. Everything's legal. You can smoke in a fucking librarian's face if you want to. Um, at least here in California. So it's cool. Uh, but we thought this segment Hey, just what's something we want legal in the NFL? And, you know, I think it should be legal for OJ Simpson to be on the field. Wow. Now, now I'm going to clarify. I wanted to come up with a solution to the refereeing problem. You know, refs, refs inserting themselves into the biggest moments in games with their ass, PI, and roughing calls. And I wanted to do it without advocating for explicit violence, which I know you can't do on a mm-hmm. podcast, or at least you shouldn't. I'm sure Rogan does it. But as we learned <laughs> last night in Arrowhead, putting the fear of God into these refs totally works. And that's where OJ comes in. <laughs> Ref throws a shitty flag. He does his little personal foul, automatic first down motion. He thinks nothing of it. The crowd boos, but he has no reason to care. So he goes back to his little perch behind the line. Suddenly, OJ Simpson's music comes on, which is the theme from Halloween. And he comes out and just stands next to the ref for the rest of the game. Doesn't do anything, just looms. You huddle with the back judge, he's there. You're checking the game clock, he's staring daggers at you. You go under the hood, he slips underneath with you. You sure you want to call that ticky-tack defensive holding penalty with OJ menacingly squeezing his isotoners five inches away from you? And I know OJ can't be at every game at once. So we get an elite group of terrifying NFL creeps for each game. AB, the Chargers team doctor, evil Brett Favre. We saw it last night. Fear is the ultimate motivator. And it's the only way to have a clean and enjoyable NFL again. Yeah, that's pretty I good. I love this. This is, this I see is no great. Flaws. Who, who? I see no flaws. I think... That the ref's really gonna have to think good and hard if he's gonna want this to happen. And like you said, and then it's the the home crowd goes crazy for whoever their version of this player is because you know the Bills get OJ obviously, even though he's been seen at Rams games this year, Chargers games this year. He'll season, go with whoever bizarre. will open the doors for him. I think. I think all <laughs> other t- all twenty nine or twenty uh, or thirty other stadiums uh, have not allowed OJ to come. In. He's tried. 
Those are we the love them two. down in FedEx. <laughs> who's who's the DC menace that we can the sniper is he still alive I think they're both in prison still but I think parole's coming up okay <laughs> oh so are we just like literally lowering criminals in cages in boxes <laughs> Hannibal Lecter on the dolly the mask on yeah I think so <laughs> yeah. yeah okay I like that yeah <laughs> no, let's do it <laughs> let's do it let's really do it no, Norm. Yeah. You teased us earlier. What do you want to see legalized in the NFL? Okay. So um, I was going to say something simple, but then Danny was really funny with his. So I'm going to make mine more complicated. So basically, there's been a problem with the overtime rule, right? There was the, no, no, it's not really clear. They're not sure exactly how to fix the problem. Nobody likes a tie. Uh, everyone needs, like the Bills, they, you know, they need a full possession. Um, and, and, or whatever it is, here's my pitch in overtime, it goes, you flip a coin. Okay. And the coin flip is based on rules that you play by. It's either the regular rules or you play by the CFL rules. <laughs> it's three down okay. football. Okay. If they, if, or just have the overtime is a CFL rules overtime. Okay. Maybe it's like, you know, how like, like in hockey, you do a shootout, right? It's like a completely different game. Like the skill set is different, you know? It's so it's like you could for football, overtime is just the kickers keep moving back and back and first one to miss loses the game, uh, which would make kickers super important. But if you did CFL rules where it was three downs and your receivers could be in motion before the snap, then the, the game would be over. Like, you know, like you'd have to make defensive stuff. And also like CFL, obviously the the product on the field is not as, you know, slick and even the broadcast isn't as cool. And But there's way more offense and there's way more throwing. And when that happens, runs, like when you do run the ball, these guys can run for like, you know, quite everyone thinks you're going to throw especially if your receivers are fully sprinting before you snap from the tunnel. (laughs) They start in the tunnel. That's right. Yeah, Uh. yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I just think over time you you just, you you play by Canadian rules football. That's my pitch. And I mean, maybe you could win the, there's in in CFL, there's a thing called a rouge where it's a one point play. (laughs) So maybe it's like, if you can get a rouge, it, like it's immediately over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you can get one point, like that's totally fine. But, uh, and, and it's over immediately. But if not, you see who can get college. What does college do? It's like you basically are on, a, it's a two point conversion play and you have to get it every time. Right? Yeah. Like, I think we're, wait, do I, you know? I, yeah. It, it starts from the 25. The 25. No, I think. And each Little team gets a possession. Gets yeah. That's like pop. Oh, I was just saying that's right. two point. Look, it's all yeah, the same. College. CFL, college, yeah. uh, the Arena League, NFL Europe. It's all the same thing. It's not the NFL. And that is a fundamental problem. Everybody's going to want that coin flip to hit the NFL so they can watch the NFL games because it's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, come on, man. If the wow. Panthers had to play with Canadian rules, that would be fun. Man. That would be fun if it's if it's lower tier teams. Let's do it. I want to see a rouge. I, I, yeah, if, if Baker Mayfield can get a rouge, he'll have earned his contract. 
<laughs> yeah. If if he can kick the ball and it goes through the end zone and no one touches it and he gets one point, then yeah, then he can stay yeah. on the team. And then he gets to star in Moulin Rouge <laughs> too when up. they do the all-male reboot of Moulin Rouge. Wow. Jamel, I think I think you're starting to write some Thank CFL you. sketches now. <laughs> uh, what do you want to see legalized, uh, I Jamel? I want to see... I want to see fantasy points legalized for pass interference. We got to figure out something here, guys. I'm tired of seeing my number one receiver who is unstoppable being illegally stopped and then having the ball placed on the one yard line. Give me those yards, man. I deserve it, man. I picked the right guy. He's really good at football. I need to be credited for that as a fantasy football manager. These are my fantasies. And the current system is like taxation without representation. I feel like throwing some fucking tea in the harbor, man. It's time to get it done. Or at least give me one point because it would have been a catch. If you don't want to give me all the yards, just give me one more point. I don't care if the points don't matter. I still watch whose line is it anyway. Give me my goddamn points. I I agree. I that should we we really need to make all penalties count as points. If you move the if you moved your guys forward, you should get something, something for it. It's a skill to get penalized. Some of these guys are just good at that. It's smart. Tom Brady. Come on. Great. How how does fantasy football work? How many like how like you get point? I've well, never me, done it. Before. Let me break it down. I have no Here's idea how it works. Uh, your least favorite coworker emails you in August and says, "Hey, will you join my fantasy league? Somebody just dropped out." And then you don't respond for a couple weeks, and then he emails a couple more uh-huh. times, and then you finally say yes. Okay. And then he asks you to pay before the draft, and then you ignore that for a couple more weeks, and then he says, "Hey, uh, so everybody's paid uh, except for Jamel. Uh, it'd be really nice if he paid." And then you email him back. If you don't stop asking me for that $25, I'm going to beat your ass in the break room. Then you give him the $25, okay? Then you have the draft. Then you draft some guys who you think are good. Then you find out you're an idiot (laughs) over the course of 17 weeks. What is the takeaway? Is there any joy in between any of this? There'll be no joy had. It's kind of the point. It's moments okay. of joy. It's really designed to make you feel dumb and alone on Sundays. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's, fantasy. It's true that whatever, if you're ever watching with other people, whatever room you're in with other people in your fantasy league, they are winning and you are losing, and you have to sit there. And, and you gotta be, you gotta be chill about it while day. they call you a dumbass in your living yeah. room. You bought Popeyes for everybody. And they're calling you fucking stupid. And then they ate all the biscuits. Fuck that. <laughs> it's just an extra way to lose. It's like your team is bad. And then your fake team is also losing. So it's just another way to ruin your Sunday. So, But I, you should join our league. 
I, I, there's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> it like you you get away. It's it's a type of it's like a way of gambling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? You, there's right. a possible this is far too fundamental to be because now we're going to get into the weeds about exactly what fantasy football is, and it becomes nonsense after it's a like, while. You it's just like it's like Pocino right. a little bit. It's sort of like that, like some some between bingo, somewhere between bingo and poker. So hold on, I should I should reiterate. I understand um, that fantasy football exists and the like the structure within it, but like, but the points. So like, the, you, let's just say you have the Bears mm-hmm. defense. How do they do good? How do they get you points? Oh, what do interceptions, they have to do? sacks, and uh, block field goals, okay. and intercept. You know, to scoring touchdowns, safeties, and one point. One point for each of those things, like it depends on what points? league you're in. The, the depending on what the commissioner yeah. wants, oh. who is always the yeah, most he annoying is the most co-worker annoying co-worker in your office, and he never wins, so he's the most upset about everything. Or he's the most responsible person who knows this thing won't get done <laughs> unless people. Okay, former commissioner Danny. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like it's uh, it's like role playing with uh, there's like a, a headmaster. What yeah. is that like? Yes. Where you have like uh, stupid coins or whatever? Yeah. What is Harry Potter? It's uh, Magic Somebody, the Gathering. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And then one guy has the most stones, and then you can't beat him. It sucks. It, it's it's that, but um, it's with like insane athletes that you think you're a team of. And it's a total dream. And then if they don't succeed, and then there's this head guy who can tell you you can do yeah. things or you can't do. It's things. like Moncala, right? yeah. But and if he... you could get a concussion <laughs> playing Moncala, <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. It's very clear now. Yeah. Uh, quickly, because we're 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 running long. Uh, to what I want to see legalized is we should be able to challenge the roughing the passer calls. I mean, mine's more practical. It's not as out there. We've seen a million bad. We've touched on it already this show. We've seen terrible roughing the passer calls. Danny experienced one. There was one in the Bucks falcons game. They've happened all the season. I don't understand why you can't challenge it or go to New York and ask some guy who is in a booth somewhere who's a rules expert. That guy can tell you in five seconds. Like, it's not a penalty. And I think they're overreacting because of the Tua thing, obviously. So player protection... There's the overlap with the roughing the passer thing. But the Tua thing, the problem was the concussion protocol didn't work and they let him play while he was concussed. It wasn't because somebody landed on him. Weird. He shouldn't have even been playing. So these are two separate things that are happening that somehow affect each other. You know, so. the, 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 there was a um, there was a, a play on Sunday. Someone got it was like a I think it was roughly a passer, might have been a sack, but they showed on the sideline a team of doctors watching the play. <laughs> Did you see that? There was just like yeah. a, a team of neuroscientists on the sideline, and they broadcasted being like, "Well, of course, here's our neuro, like here's what we don't show you," and it's like, yeah, they're overcompensating a lot. And that's fine. I I'm cool with finally favoring player safety for the first time in the NFL's history. I'm cool with that, but the penalties are terrible and we should be able to get it right. You should be able to challenge it. And every neurosurgeon's dream. Do you think (laughs) these people were like, I would just want to be on the sideline of an NFL game. (laughs) 
That's why I went yeah. to medical school. They don't even know what the fuck if you doing. went to medical school at UT, um, yeah, that's definitely where you're trying to be. That's a good point. Uh, Norm, yeah. where can we find you this season? Uh, do you have so anything to plug? What are your ats? What are your socials? Um, yeah, just my name at Norm Souza. But yeah, I mean, I'm there all season long. Um, yeah, I'm doing, I, you know, around 9.15 is when uh, coming after that second commercial break, usually my my piece runs. What did I do? I did a Chiefs piece last week. That was a lot of fun. Mahomes uh, box thrown thing. This week, it's I don't a- know what I'm doing. This week's going to be fun, I think, actually. I think it's about the Giants, hey. so I think it'll be fun. Um, but, but, yeah, every Sunday at Fox NFL Sunday, uh, check out the kickoff show, too. There's always some fun stuff on there. And, uh, yeah, it's a big year. So we got NFC Championship and Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we get to do some cool stuff for the Super Bowl. And uh, I, I actually I watched Super Bowl, the Miami Super Bowl, the Niners Chiefs from the sideline. So will I be able to do that again? I'll come back on and tell hey. you if I do. It's a classic. Hell yeah. Uh, Norm, everybody follow Norm Souza. Watch it, Fox NFL pregame Sunday. Thanks for doing the show. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. A little brief pause to say that today's episode of Sorry We Love Football is brought to you by Sports Drink. It's your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created, I mean, a couple of years, not really new, but it's a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team and our favorite team, to be honest. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social, sportsdrink.org, or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sports drinks, but without any vowels, right? So S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, sports drink, that's where they are on Instagram. It's a new brand. They're pulling this show up. If you like this show, you like sports drink, get at it. That's the ad read. All right, back on the other side. Let's take a look at the updated standings. Danny is like nationally competitive. I've been looking at some of like the the writers on CBS.com and Sports Illustrated. Danny's sitting at 46, 33, and one. I did have to add the tie-in. The previous weeks, we had included that as a win for all of us, but we had to notch down one win for all of us and just right. put it in the tie column. None of us got that right. Jamel almost guessed it. Come on. But, just got to get that, that actual game that the tie is in. Just You yeah. can keep doing the tie pick. <laughs> You just got to get it right once. There will be a tie in week one of every year of football from now until the end <laughs> of eternity. Uh, so Danny's 46, 33 and one. I'm at 42, 37 and one. Jamel did win the week and made up some ground. He's at 39, 40 and one. So he's at I'm right around 500. Back. You're in the hunt. I'm on y'all ass. I'm on y'all ass. It's anybody's it's game. Year. It's close. Look, we're only at week six. We're not even halfway yet. So there's a lot to you know, some chances to take, uh, this week we, we have some buys. I don't know if you have any, you guys have any words for the lions, Texans, Raiders, or Titans. No, they can all go to hell. Yeah. Whoa. Even the Titans. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Uh, they had the nerve to give up 17 (laughs) points to the football team. Go to hell. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of hell, Thursday night football commanders at bears. (laughs) One of the worst games I've ever seen televised. My sentence. There it is. Um, 
I do have like a, a stat that through the first five weeks of this season, the Bears have only thrown 88 passes. That's the fewest by any team since 1982, sure. which is a strike year. So what the Bears are doing is actually worse. Uh, you know, this could be Wentz's last game as a starting quarterback. It's a short week, so I think it'd be weird for them to change. So I think in the next, once they lose this game, they'll have 10 days to install Heineke or whatever the hell they got to do. But I'm picking the commanders, and I think Wentz will hold on to his job for another week. I don't know why. Because it's Thursday night and nothing makes sense. That's why I'm taking the Bears. Hmm. It is funny that uh, we had this this big debate about uh, Hellraiser. Me and Dan, the new Hellraiser, me and Dan kind of are, are on the other side mm-hmm. of this Hellraiser. I loved it. I thought it was, it was skin-peeling fun. And that's what this game is going to be. It's going to be some <laughs> skin-peeling, human bondage, torture, oh. good times. And I can't wait. To finally watch the Commanders win a game. Wow. It is. It seems too winnable. Gotta take right. the Bears. And my only problem with the new Hellraiser was that I didn't think it pushed the envelope far enough. I, th- I thought it played a little bit safe, which I thought the entire series is about really making you go to places that you wouldn't normally go. And it didn't well, take People were there. going to some pretty shitty places. They, they were getting really I, fucked up. I've it's seen just some like the. It's just like the old ones. This no. is at, at at worst, it's on the level of Hellraiser three. I can agree with that. Um, okay, Sunday early games: Niners at Falcons. Uh, the Falcons screwed out of a chance to beat the Bucks last week. Really killed me on a pick. Uh, the Niners controlling the NFC West. They look good. Jeff Wilson looks good. And the Falcons are tanking. They traded Deion Jones, who's like their longtime captain. So I don't, if that's not waving a white flag, I don't know what it is. I'm picking the Niners. Niners for me, please. Why not take the Niners, all three of us, and just not even think about this game, win or lose? It like shouldn't it. be watched by people. I mean, I, am, some... I do have the Niners defense in fantasy, and that's like the only thing that's going right. There's some... Some Niners fans and Falcons fans out there, they might want to, to watch it. But moving on, Patriots at Browns. It's the Bill Belichick revenge game. Bailey Zappy Hive, where are you at? <laughs> I know you're out there. Also, I'm just happy the Browns are losing games at home in agonizing fashion. Nobody deserves to suffer more than Browns fans. And they have a few times this year. And I think they'll suffer again. I'm picking the Pats. Yeah. I, and and good on him. They're already starting to talk about like Deshaun coming back to the locker room and getting acclimated, and you know they're all prepping for that week thirteen. And in the meantime, they just need to get fucked over and over again to learn their lesson, to pay their penance, whatever we can get out of them. So they're gonna keep losing games in horrible fashion. And the Pats' defense looks good. I actually really enjoyed that last game. I had Ramondre Stevenson. He's going to be the lead back now. He's also in fa- My fantasy team is coming back. I'm 0-5. I can still get in there. I got some good young r- running back talent. I'm taking the Pat. Browns because God is dead. <laughs> okay. We got Patriots. We got some Browns picks. It's going to be, that should be a close game. Um, Jets at Packers. 
I just got to say, fuck this Packers team. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Fuck Matt LaFleur. Fuck Robert Tanyan. Fuck Aaron Jones. Fuck A.J. Dillon. Fuck them all. Jesus, man. I hate these guys. You're going to lose to the Giants? What are you good for, Packers team, other than a first-round exit every season? I, I hate these guys. They, they lose me money. They lose me picks. I have Rodgers as my fantasy quarterback. It's devastating. So I'm picking the Jets out of spite, purely. Wow. <laughs> Wowzers. It was they were in London, man. Yeah. You can't hold that against them. Weird yes, shit can. happens in London. Every yeah, year. Dude. It's a vortex. Think- it's got Harry Potter shit going on. People are running after sneeches on the field. Exactly, dog. You think you think Aaron Rodgers is comfortable in London? He <laughs> can't even go to Jacksonville. And he's a divisional round exit at worst. I think that's his, that's fair. It's always at least reliably the divisional round. I mean, we saw Daniel Jones. What the center was had blood all over his ass. Was that from the food in London, or is that just Daniel Jones's hand? Like there was some ass blood in that game. Could have been anything. They put cheese in the beans. So you guys both <laughs> like the Packers? What's going so on? So do we? Hey, I'm taking back. I'm taking the Packers, bro. I also am taking the Packers. I just, since Robert Sala did that, uh, we're keeping receipts speech, they've been okay. And we talked about the Zach Wilson redemption tour a couple weeks ago, and it's happening. He's 2-0. and oh, so. you, don't, you don't see those wheels being a little rickety? They're rickety. So, it's about to fall the hell off. I also see Aaron Rodgers rocking a fucked up haircut. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Relax. Uh, Jags at Colts, one sentence game. The Jags own the Colts, so I'm taking the Jags, even though they've suffered a bit of a fall from grace. I'm taking the Colts' defense. Not the rest of the team, just the defense. <laughs> fuck the Colts. Fuck The Colts fucking suck, and they suck worse than the Jags. Okay. So, the Jags. Okay. Whatever hurts Colts fans. <laughs> Vikings at Dolphins. It's like teetering on a one-sentence game because of the Dolphins. Jamel, quick. Who is playing quarterback for the Dolphins this weekend? Um, what was um um what, what was Johnny Depp's character in the replacements? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> Shane right. Falco. Yeah, Shane Falco out there. We got Skylar Thompson. This is not a made-up person. This is not a creative player. This is the Dolphins quarterback this week. <laughs> So I have to take the Vikings. Did I just call Keanu Reeves Johnny Depp? By the way, yes, I did. Yes, you did. Have Mike you seen Gaines. the re- have you seen the recent Johnny Depp photos that surfaced? What do you mean? We've seen him in court for six months. No, there's a new one. It happened like yesterday, and the guy uh, looks like he drowned in salt water. Like he has exploded in weight, and it's very funny. I He's going through a lot, man. I know. He's going through eight bottles of expensive wine a day, I'm sure. Yeah, he keeps falling into toilets. <laughs> uh, Vikings, Dolphins, who you guys picking? I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings are better. <laughs> hey, that uh, that Vikings win for the Eagles, not looking too bad, huh? Vikings are four and one. Uh, not to, to squeeze. We'll get to us. Okay, uh, Bengals Jesus. at Saints. Uh, Taysom, who cares, scored a lot last week. The Bengals lost another dumbass game because they're dumbasses, and I like them to bounce back. Give me the Bengals. You know what I like is is 
that Saints defense, Cameron Jordan, mm. screaming in Joe Burrow's fucking face, play after play. I'm going to, it's, I mean, the Saints aren't good. And I don't, I don't even know who is playing quarterback for the, is it Jameis right now? I didn't watch that whole game. Is it Taysom? It was mostly Taysom. All right. Taysom's he scored four back. touchdowns. He scored four touchdowns. He's good for a funny upset. I, I give it to the Saints. I'm going to take the Boingles. The Bengals have lost every game on like the last minute of the game. So they've, they could be 0 and 5. They could be 5 and 0. They're one of those teams. Um, Ravens at Giants. Look, I don't want to take anything away from what the Giants have done. <laughs> but I have to say, I'm not sold. <laughs> I'm really not. Are you Three, sure you don't want to? Their wins are like uh, against Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, the Bears who run the playbook from 1912. Like, Lamar Jackson, you're my only hope. Like, finally, this stupid-ass Giants team is going to lose this week. Thank you, Lamar. Thank you, Coach Harbaugh. Thank you, Baltimore. Thank you, Edgar Allen and Poe. I hope all three of you are there. And I, I wonder how you're going to feel about the Cowboys coming up mm-hmm. and their legitimacy. I think you have a bias here. Anti-NFC, <laughs> anti-Danny Dimes, who has been diming it this year. Yeah. Do I have the balls to pick him in this game? No. But I thought about it, and when he, they win, you, this should count a little. Because <laughs> you thought about it? Well, yeah, just in people's point. hearts. I don't need a point. <laughs> just people should know that I thought about it. I'm taking the Ravens, too. They got to get it together. Danny, you, you picked the Ravens there? Yeah, we're cowards. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I should have got 12 points for picking the Giants in London. <laughs> you didn't ask for them. You'd have you given just, them to me, though. I would have given you more than one, because that's a bold pick, but... You only get one. What if the that's London fun. game is automatically worth two points? I think that's <laughs> that, for going forward. I love that rule. It's spicy, but then how are we supposed to recognize our, our records versus, you know, Joe Fuckhead on NFL.com's overall record? When we, we are, are our just... own thing. We don't have to compete with the Joe <laughs> Fuckhead sports show. Yeah, man. Joe Fuckhead's fine. We got our own thing over here. Bucks at Steelers. Uh, this is a one sentence game. I think the Steelers are the worst team in the league. Uh, that was worse their than worst the Panthers. Loss. Yeah, dude, the Steelers lost like in the first minute of that game. They gave up a ninety eight yard touchdown immediately. The Kenny was... Pickett era. It's over. <laughs> Did you see Shaq Lawson hit Kenny Pickett like a late hit to the ground? If that was Tom Brady, Shaq Lawson would have been arrested on the spot. But instead, it's Kenny Pickett. Nobody gives a shit. No flag. It was so terrible. blatant. It was so bad. I kind of yeah. like Pickett, but the Steelers are bad. Bucks. Yeah, it's Bucks. Oh, Bucks all the way. The you know the the league just the, the refs at least just really love old people. I think that's what it is. They hate youth. They hate this encroaching feeling. Pardon the pun. That they're going to become irrelevant in society. And you know what? You are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sunday late games Panthers at Rams Matt Rule has been pronounced dead the only team worse than the Rams are the Panthers guys let's talk about Matt Rule for a minute Uh, 38 games 11 and 27 record 
Uh, he's good. three and sixteen his last twenty his last nineteen games. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the appeal of him was initially. Do you remember? Why like, not? Was there any on. hype? Why not include the twentieth in that stat? Because it was Why before sixteen. <laughs> Give him his one more win. No, man. he's on. three and sixteen in his last nineteen games. Terrible. <laughs> you really had to do that to him. He just got fired, man. <laughs> He's getting he's paid like yeah. He's so like, much got the money. Bobby Bonilla deal. He's yeah. gonna get paid for years to come, and he's gonna coach fucking Washington State to a fucking fifth place Pac-12 finish. No way, baby. We want him in Nebraska. Nebraska, home of the Runza. Those are my. Right. That's my second college football team. Now the KU's okay. All right. I'm picking the Rams, but the Rams are bad and they have problems, and I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell's going on there. Yeah, it's well, just Cam Akers the, is bad. Yeah, and it's but it it's the kind of bad that you know it's midseason shitty bad. It's not like there's a smoldering crater in the middle of your franchise bad, like the Panthers. Well, it's yeah. like Jamel just said the Cam Akers thing uh, and Daryl Henderson Jr. I think Todd Gurley doesn't get nearly enough credit for how good he was on those initial Rams McVeigh teams. He really held that team together when Goff was the quarterback, and last year they just. I don't know. They they got lucky in some ways. They they won, but well, they, they got really... Matt Stafford at his best. He was right. never going to be that good ever again. He's now Detroit Matt Stafford once again. Yeah, I'm still taking the Rams though. I, I, you have to take the Rams yeah. here. I, 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 the Panthers are are sneaky though. Just now, Rams. like they got. I, I'm saying the Rams, but they got rid of this dumb coach they hate. Now they can play loose. One sentence. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so many on. sentences. Cardinals at Seahawks. Ooh, man. <laughs> Game that of the Cardinal, year. That Cardinals ending. Sweet, sweet Kyler. Just wasting two downs on spikes, sliding short of the first down. I was shitting my pants. I really thought they were going to. If God. It really was. Me they kind of had us. Um, but, you know, you have to get lucky in this league. Every every game is really hard, so uh, I'll take it. And he looked like Hillary Clinton, so that was <laughs> he can't win when you do that. Look, guys, Geno Smith, greater than sign Kyler Murray. He's That's the number one quarterback. I don't My know. He's the number guy, one quarterback. As I was saying earlier, Geno Smith, an inspiration, and deserves all of the game picks from now on that go 50-50 between the teams. If it's two teams like this that are kind of middle class, lower middle class, Gino every time. That's that's a recipe for eight wins. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals because they have a zombie on the field. J.J. Watt is technically dead, so <laughs> I'm rolling with him. Happy Halloween. I'm picking the Cardinals as well in this game. So, Danny, enjoy that. That Geno Smith. Yeah, ride. That's I know free, it's been yeah. working out so far, but it's been working out because he's damn good. He's been great. He's amazing. Jamel, you got to wear that Geno Smith jersey more often. I mean, you have I, a rare piece yeah. in your collection. Where I know, I know. I'll bring it out. I'll bring it out, man. I just been, I had to get ready for the flea market and stuff, but I'm, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm ready. Um, game of the day Bills at Chiefs. Woo! Uh, Chiefs coming off a big Monday night win against the Raiders. The Bills big coming win. off an ass kicking against the Steelers. Um, 
you know, friend of the show, Aaron Vale, did send us a voice memo taunting Danny. So we're going to play that real quick. Aaron Vale here, Sorry We Love Football's resident Buffalo Bills correspondent, checking in ahead of Sunday's game. Bills at Chiefs, back to Arrowhead. Um, fitting that it's October, right? Because this is my nightmare. Um, Arrowhead Stadium, I think, is now in the running for probably hell for me. Number one is just an empty room with one single TV and all it plays are the Patriots Super Bowl wins over and over. Um, but second place, I think, is Arrowhead Stadium um, after the Chiefs beat the Bills in the playoffs for however many times that's going to happen because that's kind of still what I'm stuck on. Like these regular season games, it's exciting and all, and, you know, there are two good teams and the game will be good, but, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not a playoff game. Until the Bills beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, there's still just kind of be that question of can they beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. Um, so I hope it's a good game. I'm also just kind of sick of watching the Chiefs. Uh, I kind of was thinking of that during the Monday night game. Like, they've just been the NFL darlings for the past, like, five years or however long. Like, I wonder if someday someone's going to think that about the Bills. But that's how I feel about the Chiefs. Like, I'm just a little over them. I'm a little over it. Um, ready to be done with the Chiefs, ready for this to be done as part of the Bills Chiefs narrative. Um, like Taylor Swift once said, I would like to be excluded from this narrative. Um, so go Bills. Uh, you know, it'd be great if they win, I'll be happy, but it doesn't really get me as pumped up as last year's regular season game between these two teams did because it doesn't matter till we get to the playoffs. Um, so yeah, it would be great to get the win, go into the bye week with a win. Then we get to play Aaron Rodgers, so that'll be fun. Um, anyway, miss you guys. Go Bills. Bye. Didn't sound like much very confident, which is, as we know, Aaron, <laughs> not to be. So hope she's uh, okay. Look, I'm seeing the Bills favored on the road. Like, what, what are you thinking going into this game? Look, I just love that we're scaring them. I love that we're scaring it because they're playing great. I'm not even going to say the Bills aren't good. I'm not going to even say the Bills might not be the best team in the country right now. And maybe for the rest of the season, but they won't beat us in the playoffs. And I don't care about this game that much. And I don't think the Chiefs do. It's a short week. You know, it's very, uh, you know, we had some injuries. We have to figure that kind of stuff out. And we've got just, it's, it's the kind of game that we don't really need and they need for their heart. And I think we should just give it to them. Save our energy for the playoffs. Beat up on the Niners. And then we're, you know, we're we're at 12 wins. We're back where we were last year. Beat so you them. picking the Bills? I'm picking the Bills. Wow. And you know what? I, I'll feel good. I'll feel good either way. That's always a bonus. That sucks because I wanted to pick the Bills. You should. Because you guys' you defense is terrible. Aside from the refs obviously taking a strip sack from you guys. That, I mean, a game-changing, my God, how much different we this conversation could be. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we got to hear about the fucking defense because everybody's throwing, like, the best quarterback-wide receiver combinations are thrown against our fourth-string cornerbacks. Bro. Getting PIs. That's all it is. It's an illusion. Plus, we got Trent McDuffie coming back. It's all going to get solved. Danny, when the the ref called a penalty against you guys after the QB uh, roughing the quarterback call, did it went around online? It seemed like he was trembling. 
Like he was terrified to even call a penalty on the Chiefs because they knew how badly they had fucked up earlier in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is what I was you know, talking we were, about earlier. We were texting about it. I was bitching about it on Sunday from the Bucks call. You got your, one of your own and you were able to withstand it. But when you see it happen, like, is it just like the most powerless feeling? Like, what the fuck are we supposed to do here? No, I think like, what you do is is you just boo. You just keep booing. Keep booing these refs. The refs owe me $66. I deserve $66 from that officiating crew. I would have hit my bet. The Chiefs would have won by seven points, and they still would have scored 50. Look, we don't, you know, we're going to win these games regardless of how. But But I think that's in the division. We always win against the shittier division teams. But now we've got to go up against the Bills for the first time. We shouldn't show everything. We know we're going to see him again. Just fold. Jamal, who are you picking? Ah, fuck. Oh, this is so hard. Well, I got to take the Chiefs. I think he's going to give me a chance. If he's going, if I'm going to get a chance to get back in this, I got to take the Chiefs. Even though I believe deep in both of my nuts that the Bills are going to win this game. Yeah, it's a it's a hard one. But I just like that it's at Arrowhead. And there's like those there's there's the ghosts there from last year's playoff game. Like they're I mad. Think, they're mad about it. Of course they're mad. That's but they're think, so motivated. I just who cares, you know? Like we've got we we don't need this one. Can I just does do we're gonna we're gonna move on, but does Juju just suck? Like no, is he just fine. bad? He's he fine. caught some big balls in the second yeah, half he, of that game. He's just a I guy who'll many. catch some balls. We have like, you know, the Who's same the number one of, receiver other than Kelsey? Who's who the actual wideout? Who fucking care? How many touchdowns are we scoring every single game? Who cares how it happens? That's the whole theory behind what we did this offseason. And it's only being proven more correct every single week. Who cares about your fantasy stats and your stupid... Who's the I don't number get, one guy analysis? We're going to come back to the that. AFC Championship game, and we are going to probably get to beat the Bills again. If it is the Bills, we'll beat them again. If it's some other asshole, maybe we might lose to them. I don't know. On a fluke. I just... I thought Juju was going to be better. That's I all. did. Put, okay, that's all. Maybe he'll come alive, but I, I just... I don't see much. Probably not. All that scan, scanling is the number one guy. It's fine. I think he looks better. Or is yeah. he? I don't know. Yeah, that's the fun. I think Whatever. that's the problem I see going forward with this team is like everything inside of that of everything within so that's the line why of scrimmage you, is nice. That's why you picked the Chiefs? I picked the Chiefs. There we go. I believe the, it. Next game. <laughs> Do you really want to talk about the next game? Because it's Cowboys at the undefeated 5-0 and juggernaut Eagles. Where do you guys want to start with this team? They've won in every which way at this point. We have won in a torrential downpour. We've won with our defense. We've won with our offense. We've won with our special teams. We've won with backups. We've won on a plane. We've won on a train. Who gives a shit? The people (laughs) you're playing aren't that good. Very true. Uh, Every time I hear this, it's just like, oh, the NFC East is so hard. You know, we have to play those teams, right? (laughs) Those teams are in our division. You're about to lose one of the Cowboys. 
Cooper mm. Rush, uh, what he he completed ten passes last game for hundred yards. Great game, Cooper. Better than the Bears. But he's gonna Better need more than the Bears. That. He's gonna need more than that. What uh, if Dak's back? We don't know Dak's not back. Huh, I welcome Dak back. I would love for Dak to come back. His hand is like fucking hurting. Uh, that'd be perfect. Damn. And do you think what? going in undefeated is good? Do you think that's gonna help you think, in the playoffs? I don't think we're gonna go undefeated. I just think we will beat this Cowboys team. The Cowboys team is just thriving off their defense, and our best aspect of our team is our offensive line. So it's strength on strength. I am confident that whatever's not working, say the run game's not there, even though it's been there all season, then we can throw on them. Like, it's fine. Their DBs aren't good. It's just their front seven. Sounds like you're picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles, for sure. You know, I'm going to just have a good time watching this game. I'm not trying to be a hater because I think the Eagles will probably win. But I also think that the Cowboys have been your kryptonite. And you need somebody to just kind of balance the scale. Look, if I'm wrong, you're having a great day. And I, and I wish nothing but the best for you. If I'm right, you know, I get a little point. That's fun, too. So give me the Cowboys. Disgusting. I, unfortunately, am taking the Beagles. I mean, picture that environment, the, uh, the, the Vikings game, the night primetime game. It's going to be that. This place is going to be on fucking fire. We're going to come out and just throttle them and then let up in the second half and make it close and I'll shit my pants, but then we'll ultimately win. Cause that's, it seems to be what this team does. Um, looking forward to that one. Monday night football Broncos at chargers. Oh yeah. I'm going back to the well. Give me the Broncos. I don't know no. why. Wow. I love oh them. my God. I'm getting that pick back then because I'm picking the Chargers. So, oh, bolts for butts. Yeah, no matter what. Have you seen the Broncos lately? They're terrible. In Russell Wilson doesn't have arms. Yeah, in such a way that you know it's over. Whatever they did, they it's like that's another one. Them and the Panthers, they should just fuck each other because they're that's all they're gonna. That's the class they're gonna be in for a long time. Two of the worst teams in the NFL next five years. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson in that press conference is that, that dude, he's like just a bag of flesh with he's no like that, soul inside it. That crying cheerleader where she's like wiping away the tears. <laughs> she's like doing the cheer. It's great. Yeah. Oh my it, God. Chargers. It's unfortunate. Cause doesn't he have a fucked up shoulder or something? Russ. Dangerous. They tried to say he's hurt because you got to save face a little bit when you can't score more than nine points at home on Be careful. It's spicy. (laughs) The people leaving at halftime, like the fans were like, we're out. We don't even want to watch halftime. We know where where this is going. That was all you need to see. They're out on this team, this quarterback, this coach. The Broncos situation is the funniest in the league and it will be for a while. And Danny, I'm sure you're you're delighting in it. It's got to be the best for you. Another one bites the dust, and we <laughs> just can't stop being the top of this division. It's great. Okay, let's move on to this week's mailbag. You've got mail. Every week, we get envelopes, we get packages, we get letters, and we read them right here on this show. Danny, grab one of those packages, rip it open, and let us know what it says. All right, I'll just take this package from the bottom of the bag of packages. Uh, 
Hey guys, love the show. Call me Danger Russ. Oh, this is we were just talking about. Well, this. Hey. I'm what psychologists call a divergent personality that exists in the mind of Russell Wilson. You saw me in the subway ad. I'm the part of Russell that he's been suppressing all these years while he plays the role of Jesus's favorite quarterback, practicing his high fives, doing the company catchphrase, fucking with his boxers on. No more. I'm coming out, baby. I'm becoming the dominant, like Sid 6.7 from Virtuosity. The end of the Raiders game, that's me. End of the Colts game, that was me. The press conference after the Colts game. And I'm going to be here all season long, fucking everything up for everyone. Because that shit is dangerous. Yeah, I just said shit. Broncos country, you've got no choice. Because I'm paid really good through 2025. So let's ride. Oh, Signed, God. Dangerous. Is that one of his? He's, okay, so Dangerous <laughs> is the one that's now dominant. Yes. Like in Virtuosity. Virtuosity, yeah. Shout out to Russell Crowe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Shout him out. So who's the Denzel Washington in this situation who's going to put a cap on this shit? Gonna have Brandon Staley. Mahomes. Oh, oh well. Mahomes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to, this is the whitest person we could have be Denzel. <laughs> Brandon Staley. Justin Herbert. I actually want to hear the <laughs> Just, but the the cartoon version of Justin Herbert with the big ass that we posted, <laughs> yeah. that is Justin Herbert's dominant personality trait. Oh boy! Um, God, Russell will. I mean, I think he's going to have to fake a season ending ending injury and just disappear for a while because it's that embarrassing. <clears throat> we'll see what happens, but it's so bad. Um. Jamal, you got a letter? Yeah. Hey, guys, I got a letter from Mike Tarico. Oh, it's nice. Hey, guys, big fan of the show. I just wanted to write in and give my love and support to Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. As long as there's a game on Amazon Prime on Thursdays, nobody's worrying about how much I stink. Man, I've been bad on Sunday nights. Dog, they had me promoting Carrie Underwood's fucking tour i got nothing i'm stinking up the joint constantly and i need amazon to continue playing worse games they also sent me some merch i got a canteen i got an amazon basics basketball and they gave me one of those mugs that change colors when you put ice cubes in it shout out to all my guys over there at amazon especially kirk herb street you are number one in my heart. Thanks for reading, guys. Thursday night football getting worse and worse. And worse. It's the How football, do you think Tariq, Yeah, it's the football that Amazon brand deserves. It's Amazon brand football for sure. It's been so bad. You got to take two Amazon brand Percocets just to. Just to feel anything while you watch it. Yeah, I mean, your whole house is filled with Amazon shit, but you're still like, this fucking stupid one thing that Jeff Bezos is doing. This bad <laughs> one bad thing. Big ups to all our listeners on Amazon Percocets. 
might have a, a title for the show, Amazon Percocets. Um, okay, I got a letter here. <clears throat> it's written, it's, it's, it says it's from the goalposts. So uh, this is a letter from the goalposts. <laughs> hey guys, big fan of the show. You may know me as the uprights, the old gridiron big sticks, mellow yellows, the pipes. You get it. I write today with one request. Please don't raise me. We all saw Bengals kicker Evan McPherson hmm. kick an extra point directly over the top, and it counted as good. Decades ago, I existed mid-end zone. That was awesome. Players would run into me. I was more actively a part of the game, and then they moved me back. And now they want to fuck with me again, all because of that dipshit who kicked the extra point. The nice part is it brought me back to the forefront of the conversation. But don't raise the posts. Do you guys want to see more doinks? I hate being doinked. When a ball sails above and passes through the imaginary line in the sky, that's the good stuff. And if you change me, you're going to miss me when I'm gone. Don't move the goalposts on the goalposts. Sign the goalposts. Okay. With some passion. I didn't even realize goalposts had hands. It's If they can feel, we need to really think a lot about it. We have some moral questions to ask of ourselves. That's real. I, like, how high can these things go? <laughs> like, people are actually talking about extending them like 10, 20, 30 more feet up into the air. This is such uh, a grandpa thing to not like. It's going to look so silly. <laughs> it's so stupid. Who cares? Sooner or later, we're, this whole game's going to be played with jetpacks or rollerballs or whatever. The future's Man, coming. Man, rollerballs hit me up. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts on the week. I'll go first. I'm just so happy the Eagles are the first team to realize that you can just get one yard whenever you want, anytime they want it. They have a play where it's just Jalen Hurts straight ahead. They have run it probably like nine times this season. We've seen variations of it with other teams where the tight end motions and then pushes the quarterback. We have a kind of different version of it, and when we run it, we get a yard every single time, and it's awesome. It's nice to know you can just get a yard. We won the Lions game that way. If you remember back to week one, we got two touchdowns on it against the Cardinals and we've ran it throughout the season. It's beautiful. We have one free yard whenever we need it. So good. So good. Danny, final thoughts. Uh, Final thought. I just didn't like how Ron Rivera called out Wentz. I like sticking up for Wentz. And I feel like just saying it's the quarterback, Ron Rivera, come on. You can only ride the... I had cancer thing for a couple weeks and then America moves on to feeling sad about Carson Wentz. Why does everyone, why does everyone who this guy hangs out with end up hating him? Why do they hate him so much? He's like Jerry from parks and rec. He's like, they just irrationally don't like this guy or he's got some kind of a weird secret. I don't know. Well, my final thought is I'm done with Ron. I'm done with Carson. Uh, Bring 50 Cent out to do Many Men live next week when they intro Brian Robinson. I think that's the only thing that could save this season. And lastly, stop sending me the Commander song. I promise you I've heard it. I promise you. Uh, Sorry that Carson Wentz keeps getting shit on. Sorry, I have to recommend that all of you send Jamel the Commander's song. 
please don't. Come on, man. <laughs> Strangers are sending it to me. It's sorry. crazy. Well, I'm not sorry for uh, screenshotting Carson Wentz doing the Amazon smiley face. 